Hello, everyone. You are listening to the first show of Peace, Love, and Ketchup Podcast. I am your host, Philip Crowder, otherwise affectionately known by my grandsons as Petal. What is Peace, Love, and Ketchup? I hope it's a place where you can get some news and some current events, gain some inside knowledge on all genres of music, and hear the word. Oh, this will be a no-politics zone. It isn't that I don't like politics, but I am worn out from both sides of the aisle, both sides of the media, Fox, MSNBC, CNN, Max News, NBC, ABC, CBS, and all the others that are out there. Do yourself a favor and turn off the television for the whole summer. Okay, before I forget, and I am bad at forgetting, you can just ask my wife, I want to give a shout out to my wife, Lana, of almost 22 years. Without her constantly pushing me, I would never have attempted this endeavor. When I told her I wanted to do a podcast, she said, do it. When I told her again I wanted to do a podcast, she said, do it. Five months later, she finally said, do the podcast or move on. Thank you, babe. I love you. All right, let's get into some news. America's broke. I can't find a loaf of bread at the grocery store. Gas is 419 here in Central City, Kentucky. And the Tennessee Vols baseball team is playing lights out. And my New York Yankees are in first place. Woohoo! And did I mention that the University of Tennessee baseball team, Go Big Orange, has taken one more step to get to the College World Series. Now, I told you we were going to talk about some music, and I love music. I mean, I, I, mean, I just, that's no exaggeration. I, I play it 24-7. I mean, I play it here at the house while I'm working all day. I play it in the car. I play it outside at the pool. I play it all day long. I, I believe it goes back to when I was a kid, you know, when I was seven, eight, nine years old. I had that little transistor radio underneath my pillow. I'll explain transistor radio so you guys that are under 40 later on. And I would pull in those stations from out in St. Louis and Chicago at night because at night those signals would really come in clear. And, and man, I would just listen to those songs all night long until I fell asleep. Play that radio over and over and over until that nine volt battery ran out and I'd ask my dad to go buy me a new one. So the first album I want to highlight on my first show is The Stranger. The Stranger was Joel's fifth studio album and it was released September 1977. I had a great opportunity to see Joel in 1978 and he played this entire album and it was a fantastic show. It's the first of five albums produced by Phil Ramone. Joel was going to use the Beatles' George Martin, but according to Joel, Martin wanted him to use a studio band. Whereas Ramone, he went to see Joel in concert, and after the show, he told him, this is the band for your album. The album is pure gold from first track to the last. Five singles came off the album. Just the Way You Are, which was Song of the Year for Joel that year at the Grammys, Moving Out, The Stranger, Only the Good Die Young, She's Always a Woman to Me, and Joel also won Record of the Year at the Grammys for that, for that album. Remember the whistling on the album? Joel wanted to use wind instruments. So one day he was demonstrating this to Ramon, and he was whistling. Ramon told him, that's it, we don't need any wind instruments, and they kept the whistling on the album. The album sold over 10 million copies, four top 10 singles. And if you look on the back of the album, you'll see a picture of Joel 
and some bandmates. And then you'll see in that picture is Ramon, and he's got the Yankees jersey on. Did you tell someone I love you? I don't mean love you. I mean, did you say I love you? Did you kiss someone today? Did you kiss that person? Did you tell them I love you and then kiss them? Did you know when you tell someone I love you, it lowers your blood pressure 10 points? That is a Philip fact. Go look it up. And for each person, it's 10 points lowered. And when you kiss that same person and you say, I love you, everybody's blood pressure goes down 20 points. It's a Philip fact. I'm telling you. Do this tomorrow. Tell someone, I love you, and give that person a kiss, and then go take your blood pressure. It'll be lower. Guarantee it. You'll both be smiling, and you'll think about that moment throughout the day. You ever talk to God? I have a conversation with him every morning. I do. First thing I do in the morning, early in the morning, I'm an early riser. Yep, I got my favorite chair here in the living room. I turn off the lights, close my eyes, and I clear my mind. And it's a hard thing for me to do to clear my mind because I got things going up there in that head all the time. It's just bong, 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 bong. But I clear my mind, and then I talk softly, and it's a one-way conversation. I'm doing all the talking. I'm getting things off my chest. I'm getting things that are on my heart and that are on my mind, things that are bothering me. Sometimes it's good stuff. Sometimes it's things I'm talking about or uh, I'm thankful. I'm telling God that I'm thankful. Then I stop talking. Then I turn on the lamp. And then I open the Word. I open God's Word and I listen. Generally, I have no idea what it is I will read. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I, I know exactly what I want to go to. But often it's just, okay, just whatever I go to is where you want me to be. And God is speaking to me. When I read the word, God is speaking to me. And more times than not, he's telling me something, you know, it just like smacks me right upside the head. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, this light bulb goes off above my head. And I go, okay, all right, I understand. I've been asking for this. I've been wondering about this. I've been bugging you about this. All right, you're answering me. You're actually talking to me here. If you're not reading God's word, God's not talking to you. If you are reading his word, he's talking to you every day. Old Testament, New Testament. You need to read it. If you want to talk to God and you want him to talk back, you got to read his word. Okay, I'm just going to spend a little bit of time on a topic that's been bothering me the last two days because this recording, this podcast is two days past the shooting in Texas. And it is something that's just, it, just, it has just hit me really hard. And I can't imagine the families that have lost their kids to this tragedy, this, this killing, this murdering that took place in Texas. But this is a time that we need to have a conversation in America. We've been having a conversation for the last two years or so, serious conversations about racism, and it's good. We need to have that conversation. But it's time to have a conversation about killings, our children at stake here. So what's the number now? I think it's up to 22 kids and two teachers. Dead. Murdered. 
Our children shouldn't have to live in fear at school. That should be a safe place for them. Our teachers shouldn't have to live in fear at school. That should be a safe place for them. We need to do something about the shootings that are taking place in this country. It is a serious conversation. It is a conversation that is way overdue. And it needs to take place. And you can say, well, it's mental illness. And you can say because it's lack of discipline in a home. And you can say it's the breakdown of whatever the nuclear family is or was. And you can say it's because of one parent families. And you can say it was because of this and it was because of that. But if you get down to the facts... The facts are somebody walked into that school with a gun and started killing children. Can you imagine parents, grandparents, caregivers took these seven, eight, nine-year-old kids to school, went home thinking everything's going to be fine. They're going to go back at three o'clock and pick them up. And the next thing you know, they're looking at the news and the school where they dropped off their child is under attack and they don't know if their child is alive. It's insane. It's insanity. It needs to stop. We got to have this conversation, folks. It isn't something we can put off. Okay. So, I want to close with a Bible verse. It's one of my favorites. It's one that uh, I fall on all the time, that I fall back and read all the time. I use it as my uh, email signature or, you know, whatever it is that you call down at the bottom. And uh, it's Matthew 6, 25, 34. I'm not going to read it. You need to go look it up. But this verse, it keeps me saying it reassures me and yeah it makes me feel safe it makes me know or lets me know that god is watching out for me i may not get everything that i want but i get what i need and god is watching out for me all right that's the end of my show i hope you liked it i wish you'd get on to uh sign on to my twitter account let me know how you feel. Uh, give me some suggestions. If you like it, let me know. If you don't like it, let me know. I like feedback. I hope to keep doing this. I hope that uh, people listen to it. And uh, I just want to sign off by saying peace, love, and ketchup. And the greatest of these is love. And until the next time, I love you. Now go measure that blood pressure.